0: What's good, what's good everybody? Yo, it's your boy B L A K -K A. Coming up on today's episode of The Sixth Sense, I'm going to be speaking about Gucci Man versus Snowman. I'm also going to be speaking about Mayor Rudolph Giuliani and uh, Bobby Brown Jr. and so much more. Don't forget to tune in to your boy Blacker on The Sixth Sense. what's good what's good everybody it's your boy b l a double k a sitting here in lynchburg city as always man and uh it's it's that kind of weather y'all know it's cold out there man especially if you live in va shit like that side of town in this state this city here not doing too much, man. Just trying to get ready for the holidays and shit like that, man. What you guys out there doing? So I'm basically doing my po- you know, uh When I'm doing my podcast, man, I could be anywhere. I could be outside. I could be down in my basement, whatever like that. So right now I'm like in my bedroom. Uh, I don't really get a lot of long time in here. Ching. <laughs> with no man but uh as, as as happy as i sound it's a bittersweet day for me i'm happy and sad and uh i'll let you guys know exactly what i'm talking about at the end of the show on that but uh, i'm gonna jump right into today's topics man so as i was saying earlier in my intro man the gucci man uh versus Jeezy battle man but Gucci man he taunts Jeezy with an Instagram meme, reminding of killing his friend man so you know just because Gucci man agreed to face Jeezy in the uh versus battle doesn't mean that they're they're, they're bad blood as a uh, society and uh on Tuesday November the, 6th, the 17th LaFleur decided to fan the flames via Instagram by taunting Jeezy uh with a uh hunting reminding death has come to uh, between them in the past now gucci man go dig up your old partner nigga i bet he can't say shit you know what i'm saying the meme read butchering the lyrics to gucci's 2013 jeezy diss song uh called truth so you nah, know i mean that shit right there is crazy and the meme also uh included a uh man attempting to die for his freedom in a courtroom indicating jeezy would be a uh, mum about the situation if pressed on may 10th 2005, a then relatively unknown Gucci man was jumped inside a house in Decatur, Georgia, after firing back at the attackers. Uh, Pookie Lock, an associate of Jeezy, was shot and killed, and his body was later found buried by local, buried by a local middle school man. So that's crazy as hell, right there. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> it's just a crazy situation, though. You know, and, the Gucci, and, and Gucci, so this this supposed to be some of the song right here I play for you guys. I think this is going to be a really hot battle though, for real. I really think it's going to be a really hot battle. So that's pretty much you know the Gucci Man jump right there, man. Me personally, I think it's gonna be a real good battle, man. But you know, I think the only thing that that's really got me pissed right now, a lot of with a lot of this that's going on, is that you got a lot of rappers out there that's dying. You know what I'm saying? And so you know, to to, to come at somebody, I get it. It's a versus battle. You know what I'm saying? I already know these guys had had bad blood in the past or whatever the case may be, man. But you know what I'm saying? To touch somebody about one of their dudes that's dead, you know what I'm saying, man. Like, can we we gotta do without that right now, yo? You know what I'm saying? Because as long as the the, the cats that are like mainstream, and I'm not trying to jump off the subject or anything like that, you know what I'm saying, but while we're on the subject of rap, you know what I'm saying, any particular artist, you know what I'm saying, we we have gotta get away from what we're seeing. In the rap game and in the streets right now, as I've spoken several times, uh, I've done several podcasts on uh, slang rappers, one way or the other. What, whether they OD from whatever narcotics they constantly injected in their systems, or <clears throat> you know, from someone killing them, you know, what I'm saying by gun, by gun, gunfire and shit like that, man. So. You know, and and I was speaking with someone the other day about, you know, these particular subjects here, man, and, uh, you know, he, he's, he's, he's the same age I am, but we were seeing it from two different sides, and we were speaking about, you know, these rappers that are getting popped in the streets like that and shit like that, and he was more focused on, you know, it happened because this dude did this and this dude did that you know what I'm saying, and everything was based upon gunplay, which, you know, what he was speaking was the truth, you know what I'm saying, and the way I was looking at it was this kind of shit just got to stop overall, you know what I'm saying, I'm more focusing on how can we stop it as opposed to being focused on who did it, you know what I'm saying, because I feel like If we can focus on stopping it, then we don't have to worry about who did it, you know what I'm saying? So that's just my two cents worth on that. But as far as the whole Gucci man and uh, GZ battle, man, I've been I've been looking at the Internet and everybody is screaming. Well, a lot of the people are screaming, especially the ones from Georgia, like uh, shout out to uh, Brie Lachey. Uh, down there in Macon, Georgia, man, and uh, that's that's my niece, and she's always posting shit that be so real and true. And uh, you know, what I'm saying she was basically saying, you know, what I'm saying like I guess she thinks that uh, Gucci's gonna win or whatever, but she's like the only people gonna vote for uh, uh, the Snowman is people from Unionville and uh, Hawkins Hawkinsville. So shout out to Unionville and shout out to Hawkinsville. You know what I mean? I've been I've been to both of them spots, man. I've been to Aucklandville more than more than I have Unionville. It's a crazy place, man, I swear. So shout out to both spots, man. That's what's up though. Hey, Lil Nas X and somebody by the name of Jane uh James Charles react to the internet speculation about their relationship. Now I don't know uh, if anybody's <laughs> Lil Nas X lately, but man, he had some he had some 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 really lady gaga ish type Uh, drag on his face or whatever but uh nevertheless though man they they could be a a a duo or whatever the case may be man in the uh beauty vloggers latest youtube video he did the rappers uh making for the first time the rappers makeup for the first time i'm sorry talking about uh fame fashion and other topics in between applying products uh inevitably the conversation turned to Lil Nas X coming out in June 19th Uh, june of 2019 i'm sorry james applauded little's non-ex decision uh saying obviously a few months ago you came out as gay which was such an exciting headline and i was so excited and proud of you and i feel like a lot of the internet really was behind you and supported you as well it was such a uh It was such a like crazy cool thing for the country and the uh, pop and just the music community in general. You know what I'm saying? Lil Nas X admitted that coming out was nerve nerve wracking because he didn't know what was on the other side. But is glad that he went through it. And you know what? I'm pretty cool. I'm I'm glad that he went through it too, man. And the one thing I try to express to people is uh, you have to live your truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you have to live your truth. You have to get in the mind frame that everybody is not going to accept you. You know what I'm saying, and when I say you, I don't mean uh, you as just a gay person, but just you as in general. Like everybody is just not accepting of you, no matter what the situation may be. You could have the best shoes in the world; they are gonna come at, you at your clothes. You could have the best clothes in the world; they will come at, you at your hair. You could have the best hair in the world. You guys get what I'm saying? You could have a thirty thousand dollar car, and uh, find a way to laugh at you for not having a forty thousand dollar car. So you. <sighs> You know, you know what I mean? So and that's just how it is, man. And then you have the internet bullies and trolls and shit of that nature, man. And what I try to express to everybody is that every time you and I'm not Mr. Perfect, you know what I'm saying? I said shit out of my mouth, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that I shouldn't have said. I'm a very straightforward guy, you know what I'm saying? I don't mean that I can't understand shit, but I'm a very straightforward guy and I'm very opinionated. But uh, <clears throat> outside of that people should people should uh you know just you got to embrace people as people you know what i'm saying that's like take the labels off and as always i have a lot of conversations with people and you know they they're all not recorded but uh, i was speaking about this the other day to one of my friends and shit man and i'm like people have to learn how to when they're When they are interacting with a gay person in just a normal conversation, you know what I'm saying? Or if you just see them walking down the street and they happen to show their sexuality on the outside, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody else does, but don't get rocks and stones thrown at them because of it. But what people have to understand is that when you're speaking with this person or you are interviewing this person or whatever, whatever it is for whatever reason this person is in your presence you must stop looking at the whole what they do in their bedroom factor like because all types of people do all types of weird shit in their bedrooms (laughs) <laughs> that's real. That's real shit. That you know what I'm saying? That's the equivalent of a black man walking in the store and everybody looking at him, but the white man is in there stealing everything that he could possibly steal, or the Asian man is stealing whatever, whatever case may be. Like all the attention on this one particular thing. And while all of this shit right here is being done. So people have got to understand that shit right there too, man. So we shout out to Lil Nas X and James Charles. If those guys are actually dating or if they're not, you know what I mean? Shout out to them. They both make a hell of a lot more money than I do. So who am I to say anything besides congratulations? <laughs> That's real. And uh so Pookie Lock, I'm quite sure a lot of the uh, Rock Rottweil- World know who this cat is especially cats that's younger than me uh poogie lock the uh gucci man the man gucci man was accused of murdering in 2005 man so poogie lock is the man that gucci man aka redrick davis was accused of killing back in may of 2005 in decatur georgia y'all so and that's some crazy shit because like like i said i don't really keep up with the uh with the whole rap with the whole rap world a lot of times so you know what i mean but nevertheless though on may 10th uh, davis and his friends became involved in an altercation with a group of men inside of the home of a female friend mtv reporter in uh, 2006 that davis told investigators that a group of five men three who were clad in black burst into the apartment and began assaulting who uh, assaulting those who were inside the fight resulted in gunfire being exchanged now in, the, in that gunfire henry lee clark III was shot dead He was a 27-year-old man. Clark was later found buried close to a nearby middle school. Columbia Middle School, to be exact. And Davis turned himself in in relation to the murder charges in the case of May 19th. And Davis admitted that he fired on the group, but maintained that it was in self-defense. Now, here's what you need to know. uh, When the charges were dropped, the DA said the case could be reopened. You know what I mean? And then, uh... and uh, the charges dropped in January of 2006. Maine's attorney Dennis Shreve told the media that there was a witness came forward to uh, corroborate uh, Davis's claim. Now the witness was then the landlord of the residence and was outside of the apartment trimming hedges when the incident occurred. And Shreve earlier said that the witness described the scene as looking like a robbery according to MTV. Now the DeKalb County uh, Attorney Gwen uh, Keys Fleming was also quoted as saying, Any new information comes to light, we will reconsider the matter. At the time of dropping the charges, Davis was serving time after pleading no contest to charges of assaulting a nightclub owner. And Sergeant W. Durrett of the DeKalb County Police Department was quoted by MTV as saying that the clock and the other men involved were acquaintances of Davis. And Durrett said that the investigator believed. The gun used in the shooting belonged to Davis. And uh Jeezy sang about Pookie Lock's death on the 2015 song, Forgive Me. You know what I mean? Jenkins said that he would be open to settling his beef with Gucci man. And uh, man was threatened with violence when he performed at Pookie Lock's hometown in 2012. Which had to be, you had to see that coming, man. You know what I mean? You going you gonna you going you gonna, you gonna uh, perform in this hometown, and people already think, especially in that rap world and that you know in that crazy world like that, people already think what they gonna think, whether they know what they whether they know anything or not, yo. And uh, you know, it was just crazy, man. It was just crazy and, and, and the concert came despite the circulation of a video In which a Max man told Davis a, uh, to stay home And the New York Times had reported that in July the 5th I'm sorry, July 2005 That Clark was a member of the, the uh, rap collective uh, What they call it, Locish Lifestyle So there's a whole bunch of crazy shit behind it, man And I, I've, I've always heard something uh, about this But never to the degree of what I just uh, spoke about man But <laughs> I swear man it, it, You know uh, I don't know man I, I'm, I'm from the 90s So I can't sit here and act like I'm from an era of rap music Where this shit was super clean I'm you know, I'm from the 90s Those that are my age Or a little bit younger Understand the rap uh, the, the, the uh the gangster rap music and shit like that, yo, so, and the deaths of, uh, Biggie Smalls and Tupac and how that, you know what I'm saying, you know, took, the, uh, hip-hop in a whole different direction and shit like that, yo, and, uh, it, you know, it's it, every, but that's how it is at times, man, If if you guys remember, man, you know, I probably want to say maybe in the early 2000s to the beginning of the 2010s you know there was an era a little bit of era of rap music man where it wasn't the best rap music but it wasn't deadly you know what i mean like you wasn't hearing about a bunch of rappers dying and shit like that man and you know and and when it comes to the athletes and entertainers a lot of times wearing the news for so much of the wrong shit You know what I mean? So much of the wrong shit. Listen to me when I say we. Like, I'm an entertainer, an athlete. I'm not, I'm not not one of those. You guys know that. I'm only five foot, so I'm a buck, a buck, a buck and some change. 43 years old, can barely get out of the bed at times. (laughs) But I guess what I'm trying to say, man, is, you know, we all go through that era when it comes to the music and all of that, man. And I just be glad when it comes to a day when a rapper can, you know, rap whatever lyrics that he's rapping and people understand that you know it's, it's, it's music but at the same time <clears throat> excuse me at that same time people also must understand that you can't be living your lifestyle and still rapping about it it's okay to live in the penthouse and rap about it trust me a lot of the rappers that you see in the penthouse right now have stopped doing what these guys were doing a long time ago they just kept rapping about it that's real on it. Hey, coming up on the second half of six Sense, man. I'm going to jump into uh, Bobby Brown Jr.'s uh, death. I'm also going to jump into the reboot of uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And I'm also going to tell you guys why it's a happy, sad day for me. All that and much more coming up on the second half of six Sense. So, man. Everybody used to love that show, man, the uh Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So it's supposed to be a reboot on there, which I'm gonna I'm super stoked about. And uh I can't I can't uh wait to check it out, man. But the good part about it is that they're gonna be having both Ant vids on there, man, because y'all know that uh Will and uh Janet Hubbard, they uh had a falling out, which is it and I hate saying this, but well, I would not even say it like that. She's the first Uh, Aunt Viv on there, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, the one that was, who was, who was just a lot more down to earth, you know what I mean? The other one that they had on there, the second Aunt Viv, she was more like a... You know, I just want to go shopping and look good and beautiful all day long. Spend Uncle Phil's money. You know what I'm saying? The older version of Hillary, I guess. But nevertheless, man, it's gonna—they're gonna reboot it, man, for a hot second. You know what I mean? I'm not sure how many episodes it's gonna be. I'm not sure when it's gonna air. The one thing I do know is that they've been given the green light. To uh redo it, man. So I think that's gonna be real cool. Uh Jazz is gonna be on it as well. You know what I mean? So they're gonna have a lot of the original characters that came through and shit like that from time to time. So, you know, it's gonna be cool. Not you know, uh uh I think his name is Edward Marcel or aka Jeffrey the Butler. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna be on there and uh it's gonna be tough that Uncle Phil's not gonna be on there, but nevertheless though man he, you know I think it's it's gonna be real cool but more importantly after 30 years of a feud uh the first thing Viv told Will Smith uh how you took away everything from her doing the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. You know what I'm saying? And after 27 years of not speaking and blasting one another in the old interviews, Janet and Will finally came face to face in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion special that aired on HBO Max uh, November 18th. So, boom, I didn't even know it aired already. And there it goes. So I got to check that out. I'm a day late on that one you guys. I apologize on that. And now she's 64 years old. She didn't sugarcoat how her sour relationship with Will cost her everything after she was replaced with a different actress, Daphne Maxwell-Reed, to play the iconic role of Aunt Viv in season four of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air until the show wrapped up in 1996. You know what I mean? So I got to go back to my... uh archives and check that out because i ain't even checked that out i don't i don't even know if i have hbo max What man i got like a uh, sling and some other shit on my tv i think i got netflix and blue so i may have it so i'll definitely check that out and uh let you guys uh, know about that tomorrow if you haven't already uh watched it yourselves man but it was always a cool show man i would like them and speaking of reboots and shit man i would like them to, to aside of me would like them to reboot some shows, but only if you can get majority of the original characters. And the reason I say that is because when they did the reboot of the Jeffersons, Good Times, and uh All in the Family, you know what I mean, uh, the Jeffersons, I think me personally, I think Jamie Smith, I mean I'm sorry, Jamie Foxx did a bullshit ass job. I didn't like his acting. I didn't like that on cute acting as George Jefferson from him. He, it seemed like he was trying entirely too hard. And he was too tall to play him. You know what I mean? And, uh, I didn't like, uh, the whole good time situation. Jay Pharoah, he did a somewhat okay of JJ. You know what I mean? And uh um, what's her name? Uh Tiffany Haddish. She was somewhat okay as Thelma, But outside of uh, now now, Viola Davis, she did exactly what I thought she would do as Florida. She played that role to a T, but it just didn't it just didn't have the that, that original feel to it. And I'm like, okay, uh James is still alive, John Amos, uh Bernadette Stanis is still alive. Thank Jimmy Walker's still alive, JJ, uh, Janet Jackson Penny, she's still alive, and 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 Michael, Ralph Carter, he's still alive. So why didn't they why didn't they get any of the original people that were still alive to do this shit, man? And that's what I didn't understand. So one of the big things I like about the whole new uh, you know, reunion of the you know first transfer brother man is that they had as many people that were still alive possible to do it man so that's what's up and shout out on that right there you know what i mean and uh so i was speaking about earlier because i didn't i didn't even know this shit i didn't even know he had a son that old but apparently he did man so uh according to tmz the singer 28 year old uh son but I'm, I'm sorry bobby brown's family has reportedly suffered another tragic loss according to tmz the 28 year old son, son, bobby brown Jimmy was found dead wednesday in his los angeles area home sources said authorities are still on the scene and do not suspect uh, any foul play so that's crazy man and uh Bobby Bobby Jr. is one of the is one of singer Bobby Brown's seven children. His mother Kim Ward had an on and on and off again relationship with Bobby Brown in the decade before he married late singer Whitney Houston. And uh, the tragedy comes nearly nine years after Houston died from accidentally drowning in a bathtub at the Beverly Beverly Hilton Hotel. And Bobby Brown's daughter, Bobby Christina Brown, died in exactly similar manner more than three years later. The 22 year old was found unresponsive face down in a field bathtub at her home, and she remained in a coma for nearly six months before she died. And shortly after Bobby Christina's death, Bobby Jr. expressed frustration over the amount of attention he was receiving over his family's loss. And people uh, really don't give a fuck about you unless you're irrelevant, and they don't love you until your fame is gone. He wrote on the series of uh since deleted tweets. I don't want these follows. This is real life for me. This is my life. My sister not a fucking uh, trending topic. You know what I mean? So, man, Bobby Brown, man, Jesus Christ, man. You know what I'm saying? This guy has he's he's he, he man, he has suffered. You know what I mean? Normally, you know what I'm saying, I don't even want to say normally, but we've all heard a lot of the stories when it's the superstar themselves that just you know that 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 dies or whatever, man, at an early age, man. But for Bobby Brown, man, my heart goes out to that guy, man, because it it has been one tragedy after after another, man, and it's it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? This guy's it, withstood, and I'm not. I, this is on me on the outside looking in, but Jesus, man, like you know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ex-wife or a strange wife or whatever the case may be, she dies, the all-popular Winnie Houston, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people think that you know that Bobby brought her down in the sense of the drugs and shit like that, y'all, but it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, you know what I'm saying? When you're grown, you make a lot of decisions of your own. A lot of times, uh, you know, to introduce a person to some drugs and that person already know the history of these drugs and what it could do to you and things of that nature and they still decide to try that shit. Then at some point in time you must, you know what I'm saying, blame that person as well. And a lot of times Bobby Bobby Brown was beaten down in the media You know what I'm saying? And his music career probably took a hell of a hit too. But Bobby himself, you know what I'm saying, had a drugs addiction as well. A a lot of people my age remember that Barbara Walter special, you know, when Whitney was, her and Bobby was talking about how crack was whack and how she was sweating and you could just look at him and tell that, yeah, boy, she wanted a hit, needed a hit and couldn't wait to get a hit. But outside of that, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, she was one of the world's greatest singers, and Bobby in, in his day, you know what I'm saying, with New Edition, you know, he felt, he said, hey, I, in order for me to shine like Ralph Transmit and, and, and the pretty boy Ronnie DeVoe, you know, he was like, yo, I got to step aside, step out and do my thing, so then, that's when he went solo and, you know, my prerogative and, you know, all, he made really good music, man. He uh, inspired me to rock the Gumby haircut I'm glad I don't have pictures of that shit I hope I don't And if anybody that knows me That's related to me That may be hearing this podcast And you have a picture of me like that Please burn it up I don't want to see that shit on Facebook But <laughs> well, yeah man uh, My heart goes out to Bobby Brown and his family man this is, this is You know You've had your Like I said Your ex-wife or your strained wife Then you had your daughter And now your son man so, you know, man, that's that's just something I hope, you know, if I could have any wish in this world, it would be to die before any of my kids. You know what I mean? That's real shit. And speaking of my kids, when I spoke uh, earlier, you guys, when I was saying there was a bittersweet day for me, man, we all, as parents, we raise our kids, and at least for me, you know what I'm saying, one of my goals was when they get grown enough, can fly out on their own and go and get their own place and leave and get their own place and that's pretty much what's happening right now for me so like my oldest is 23 years old and she's done really really good for herself you know what I'm saying high school, college uh, and she had this job opportunity and she would have been a fool to not jump on it and she did, and uh, she's gonna be moving to uh, Miami, Florida. So I'm like, yo, how lucky you! <laughs> I mean, I went my the job out t- that <clears throat> my job out of opportunity for me took me all the way to coal ass Alaska for three years. <laughs> yo, man. So her job opportunity is taking her to uh, Miami, Florida, man. And so her and the wifey they jumped on a plane today and they flew down to uh, Miami and. A, uh, checking out apartments and things like that and or maybe she has the apartment already and they just you know some paperwork whatever I don't necessarily know exactly what's going on but they're gonna hit me up no soon as they land I'm assuming I'm supposed to be on duo so I can see the apartment and all of that kind of good shit so I'm excited about that I'm stoked about that so you know but yeah man so it's a it's a bittersweet morning you know your, your job is to raise them raise them well send them on out there to the world and, 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 and you know kick back and watch them prosper you know what I'm saying and if they happen to fall here or there you right there they soften and blow as always like when they were a little kid you're always going to have to dust the uh, dirt off their knee you know what I'm saying and tell them it's going to be okay you know what I'm saying even when they get grown you just have to do it in a different manner but yeah man it's uh, I'm super excited for and uh that's one of three you know what i mean she she's one of those type of kids that she's really set a high standard for her her siblings up under her you know what i mean so and i and i feel like they are standards that they they are very reachable standards i don't think she did anything out of the extraordinary that they can't do you know what i mean but they you know she has set the bar for them you know what i'm saying so shout outs to her and she knows I love her dearly, and I can't wait till they land so I can get a chance to talk to them and make sure they're safe. But, yeah, so that's why it's a bittersweet day for me today, man. But, you know what I mean? I uh, continue to be blessed, and you guys continue to be blessed as well. And don't forget to continue to wear your mask because the pandemic has, you know, is rising like bread in the oven. So, you know, continue to wear your mask, you guys, and practice your social distancing. You're six feet apart, Uh And uh, don't forget to love one another. And on that note, I'll be checking you guys out again. Peace. I'm out. (music) Elberg.